1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special mini episode of Blue Murder Club. I'm your host Carol, and this evening I'm joined today by my fellow host
2: Lauren. Hello, hello. How are you?
1: Hello, Lauren. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Thank you. Smashing. Uh, we are also joined today by a guest. So, Lauren, would you like to introduce our special guest?
2: <laughs> what do you want to be known as, <laughs> Stuart Roy Whiffen? <laughs>
3: Oh, hello, ladies. Uh, I'm super pleased to be here today. This is really exciting.
2: Oh, so I'm very excited. I'm on my nerve, uh, really nervous, because <laughs> <laughs> you're really good at interviewing. So I'm sitting here like, oh, God. He's well, I'm mean, interviewing no
3: one. <laughs> you're interviewing me. Oh.
1: Lauren's like the biggest fan in the world, aren't you? Yeah, I love <laughs> don't know. I'm a fan girl when I
3: show
1: Test. So, so Stuart does a, a couple of podcasts, don't you? Yeah. And they're not... Um, they're not crime podcasts. No, they're comedy they're Comedy ones, yeah.
2: And even if they're not meant to be comedy, they still have me laughing.
1: <laughs> and a music podcast as well. That's right, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: That's so, the funniest one, you pretend to know everything. <laughs> no, I'm joking.
3: <laughs> <coughs> but yeah. yeah, this has been really exciting, sort of watching this podcast kind of become what it's become. It's been do really you,
1: do you want to tell us a little bit about your podcast?
3: Okay, yeah, sure. So um Well I've got about five hundred, so I'll I'll pick I'll pick off the beaten track because that's the one that I think most people will probably be able to yeah. connect with a guest that's been on. So it's a, it's it's a little bit like Desert Island Discs. It's based around getting guests on, and I talk about their life to, to date, but it's the, 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 the their their sort journeys put together with a series of records from like early records you remember through to school records and things like that. And and I've had guests as diverse as. Um, Fat Boy Slim to the Foo Fighters to the Killers through to actors such as Maxine Peake and Michael Smiley um, through to all manner of comedians: Ed Gamble, um, James Acaster, and such. So, clang, yeah. Clang,
1: clang,
2: name drop, <laughs> <shop>, name
3: drop. you have got to go with a big name, didn't you, if you want to hook some Listen, new listeners?
2: I'm loving it up. I'm sitting here. You know what? I just had a really dark thought in my mind like, now, and go I just on. thought, imagine if one day in the near future, because there's going to be a big name drop soon, isn't there? Yeah.
0: Um,
2: the Jits guy called. Jimmy Savile, he's got another big one that's untouchable. Mm. And I'm just thinking, I'm wondering if you've had this untouchable guest on your oh, podcast no. and the two meet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh.
3: No, I, on, on the Acceptable in the 80s podcast I had to stop my co-host <laughs> from naming. desperately naming who he thought it was. I was like, you can't do that. Did you talk after
2: and can you tell me names what he thinks
3: after? Well, we'll talk after because we had a little conversation about nice. it. Nice.
1: Oh, I can't wait.
3: What he's
1: talking about, he's got over my head
2: so jimmy Savile, the detective who caught jimmy Savile, yeah has got another one but he's oh. untouchable cas oh i see
1: yeah so a there's a the new a yeah. new huge yuch, mm-hmm. kind of thing yep oh i see oh, so well. we're saying who is it i'm sure it will unfold at some point yeah these things tend to come out don't they in the end
2: oh i can't wait
1: oh. so anyway have you had a good week lauren
2: i have i've Jumped on, and I've got a con- conspiracy for you that I think you'd love. <laughs> Come on. Michael Jackson was actually a bit, oh, excuse me, a bit, um, I don't want to say molested by, but a bit, I don't know, groomed by Diana Ross. What? Yeah, so Dirty Diana is about Diana Ross. Mm. And the conspiracy is he knew a lot about who was the big paedophiles in Hollywood, and that's why they turned it all on him. So I thought you'd oh. be all over that. So he was innocent all along, Kaz.
1: Yeah. Well, there were well, bees, isn't there? That's why Cory Feldman mm. died. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Cory Feldman? No, no Cory Haim. Yeah, I always it's get them mixed up. It's been
2: all <gasps> over TikTok this week. Yeah. And I thought Kaz would be all <laughs> over this one.
1: Well, yeah, anything that, that, um, you know, proves look, he's puts, innocent. Yeah, puts MJ in a good <laughs> light. I'm going to be all over that, of
3: course. I, I'd just like to disassociate myself from anything that's said on this podcast. I do not <laughs> want to hear from Miss <laughs> Rossi's lawyers and no, legal love of us.
1: It's all right. We only have three listeners and they're all <laughs> our and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Justin and Antonia Price. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, so it's fine. We can say what we want because no one listens anyway. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um,
1: yeah, so this week's format, me and Lauren, we thought we'd um, we'd shake it up a little bit. Instead of just talking about a famous case, we thought we'd get get some guests on. So Stuart's our first guest. And um, we've, we've sent him a few questions, didn't we? Because we're interested in what mm-hmm. other people think about true crime. I know, obviously, we're nutters for it because yeah. we do a podcast. But most people are quite interested in true crime. Yeah, It is a part of everyday life, isn't it, unfortunately? I think
2: it was people's secret pleasure yeah. years ago but now it's okay to like it because i remember being hooked yeah. from dave dot mm. loved anything i said Used horror yeah. and that and i think it was just like you oh don't like don't look too interested don't mm. look too excited yeah
1: because people think yeah. you're like a bit of a weirdo yeah but do you know what just popped in my head do you know last week when we recorded Burke and hell mm-hmm. right crime and punishment was entertainment long before tv yeah. and and films and stuff, 25,000 people went and watched yeah. Mr. Burke get hung.
2: Yeah, they, they, they did. So, yeah. yeah There's I something mean, to it, isn't there? Mm. Yeah,
1: it seems to be something that fascinates everybody. Yeah. And they'll take like little souvenirs, don't they? Bits of his yeah. skin. And you know me.
2: <laughs> A bollock for Stu. Sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: talking of which, um, Stu, what's your most interesting serial killer crime? The,
3: the one that I kind of. Thought I'd start with the first one mm-hmm. that really struck me as a kid, and it's it's Ian Brady, and Myra Hindley, yeah. uh, and and I just remember that that terrifying picture of Myra Hindley, that the the photo fit that looks like a kind of macabre Marilyn Monroe. It's just uh, mm-hmm. I, I remember just her hair, just looking at the sort of blonde set. What looks like a wig and and then sort of seeing... It's always sort of side by side with that picture of Brady with his, yeah. his quiff.
1: Do you think her hair looks like a helmet?
3: <laughs> yeah, if you put a helmet on top of a cone, like an ice cream. She's <laughs> quite ice cream-esque. Jeez. She is. She like, is.
2: Very pointed face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And,
3: and I just remember it, the, the headline being the most hated woman in Britain. And I remember even uh, like being young, just thinking fuck what's mm. what, what, what she done and then finding out what she'd done and what was a.
1: The... Stuart this happened in the 60s you ain't that old no Sorry. no
3: I know but I. Remember, but that, that was like the first like <laughs> murder thing yeah I do yeah. I do remember like driving into London and there's some flats in Dagenham and a, and a kid went missing there and was found dead and I remember every time we drive past them flats thinking oh my god that was where that kid died yeah and I couldn't find any more information because I had to look to see if I could Find some stuff out about that, but I just thought the one that like, really struck me into this day, whenever I see that picture, it's mm. like it's almost pop art now, isn't it? It's like yeah. it's so stark, and it's whenever you think of Hindley, you think of that mm-hmm. picture. Mm. And I don't know why I'm focusing more on Mara Hindley because he was the, the, I guess, the mastermind behind it, and and obviously she was very mm. complicit with it. But I think the thing that really intrigues me on that is how people like that meet me. each other, like Fred and Rose, yeah and, and how mm. it, it develops. And I, We I,
1: discuss this, haven't we? Every mm. time it pops up if they were to what, meet. Myra
3: Hindley and Brady. Oh. No, them, we haven't covered the them, but,
1: but the couples, yeah, you do think if they'd have married someone different, would, we would not be discussing no. on this podcast. No.
3: Well he was uh, he was He'd, when they first got together, he was constantly talking to her about committing the perfect murder. Oh, really? And he was always telling her about this book. And the book was called... I make a note of it. Uh, it's called Compulsion. And it's a, a fictional story about two young men that try and murder this young boy and get away with it and, and make it the perfect crime. Oh, in So he was always talking to her about that. Uh, and I guess maybe that's how you introduce yeah, them... that aspect to it. Yeah.
1: Oh, By uh, just discussing uh, yeah. fi- in a fictional Fiction. way yeah. and see how someone responds to it.
2: If she goes missing soon after this podcast... <laughs> <laughs> no. we, all, we
1: already know where all the bodies are, like literally yeah. the garage where the dog sniffs all the yeah. time. Yeah, um,
2: Fritzel's next door. It's always
1: a basement, isn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah with these two, these two scare me more than Rose and Fred. Because I remember this story as a kid. Again, it was in the 60s. Fred and Rose would have been out, so maybe they come and signed with this. It's been the worst one since these.
1: I reckon they would have had comparisons, yeah. But
2: the biggest thing that done it, and it's a child or trauma, and I've got goosebumps because it really makes me so fearful because that child or trauma was coming back, but they recorded the voices. Mm. That, I don't know what it is about that. That fucking scares the life out of me. It really does. Seeing a picture just, uh, as you say, it sends chills down my spine. Mm. More so than Fred and, Fred and Rose were fucking perverted from the beginning. They yeah. had a terrible childhood. And I think they've, one of their very first conversations was about they both had incest. So that's what they had in common. That was one of their first conversations. Mm. So you knew that relationship from the get-go was doomed, I believe.
1: Yeah.
2: This one, they seemed like a... Maybe middle class? Am I right to say?
3: I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have thought so. No. West Yorkshire. Just like. maybe
2: from what she's wearing, I'm getting that then yeah. because she's quite put together, isn't she? In them. Mm. Yeah. Do you see what I mean?
3: Yeah, I d- so I d- working I don't
2: class, I would have put like, over in a granny car again. <laughs> do you know what I
3: mean? A bit of money had been spent on yeah. that syrup. It did look, yeah. it did look good. It
2: did look good. <laughs> and
1: so the shop looked quite like middle class.
3: Yeah, yeah, it did,
1: it did. Maybe they got a
2: bit of money by then. Mm.
3: Yeah, yeah, p's and q's yeah. and all of that. Mm. Uh,
2: yeah,
1: I know what you mean. Mm. Though they do seem like clean and washed, yes. whereas the West look like a pair tramps. Of yeah. yeah. We did compare them to champs yeah. quite often, didn't we? You'd see
3: coaches. Fred on Jeremy Carr, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm. That's what I'm saying. You would see him quite easily. Mm. They're not all the full ticket, are they? Less Yeah. yeah. And they look scruffy, they look menacing, they yeah. don't they yeah. look what they're expected to look like where Ian Brady with that haircut especially, it was all polished, wasn't it? Really? Mm. Side parted, mm. brushed back, quiffed and they look very clean cut. Oh, she looks fucking evil Yeah, yeah
1: she doesn't look remorseful Being no. that her mugshot She looks very uh, defiant in yeah. it, doesn't she? I yeah. think that's why it's so iconic She's blatantly staring directly into the camera yeah. and, With defiance in her eyes Fun fa- Defiance
3: is the exact word, yeah
2: Fun fact, too. They had an affair, Rose West and Myra Hindley in I prison
3: I know, I Phil- know crazy, isn't it? Jeez. Filth makes with Imagine filth. Imagine if you had the sex tape of that. Oh. How much would you make out of that? <laughs> oh. I don't want to think
1: about that. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: Oh. Oh, my I gonna... Don't.
1: Oh, fucking hell. I'm thinking about it now. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: but um, yeah, I remember like, was it Leslie and Dan that they recorded? I, I remember thinking like that mm. was mm. like, and that name just, just mm. etched in my brain. And obviously just every couple of years you'd see little uh, Keith Bennett's oh, mum no, on the news like, still oh. looking for the body and mm. obviously we, they thought they'd found it again a few weeks ago obviously it turned out they hadn't But
2: I was praying yeah. they had praying yeah. and I know his mum's not with us anymore mm. but it's just a bit of closure for that family or it's yeah. just yeah I was just praying praying yeah. that they'd found him finally
3: but he was a psychopath mm. she wasn't he
1: that's why he went to Bordemore wasn't yeah. it for the, it's like a hospital for the clinically insane In, yeah
3: um, and he, yeah, he was he was diagnosed in uh, was it 90, 1985, He was diagnosed as a psychopath. Yeah, he died. He died in two thousand seven. How did he die? Do you know? I presume old age. He was seventy
1: nine. that's right. old, isn't it? I wish it was
3: painful. Mm.
1: Mm, I think he died of starvation. Oh, I think I, I, think I remember think being you're right. that. Yeah, some something happened. He had an illness which meant that he couldn't he couldn't um, like eat or absorb. Nutrients and stuff, and I'm pretty sure he died of starvation, which I think is quite a uh, really horrendous way good. to go. Mm. Fucking good. She's still having a nice fucking affair in prison. Is she alive still?
3: No, she. Died. No, she died. She, died. She, died. She, died at, she was 60 when she mm. died. She died in. I not that as well. 2002. Right. Oh. I remember her dying So mm. not
1: long after she had her affair with Rose West.
2: Maybe Rose took her out. Oh, that'd be a turn out. Don't. Well, didn't they call her nanny? rose in prison or something because she was quite nurturing and quite looking up maybe she cooked baked a pie or something and just
1: <laughs> well I know Myra Hindley constantly was like all throughout my childhood I was growing up she was constantly in newspapers trying to get fucking appeals and get out of prison which in my view shows zero remorse yeah she, used to, she said she was a born again Christian correct me if I'm wrong if you've already researched this but I'm, I'm remembering stuff like this she used to like make toys and donate them to children's charities and things like that just to prove how rehabilitated she was and thank god they just threw the book up. yeah threw away the key she is one of the like two or three women that's ever had a whole life all inflicted on her
2: this is Mary's law comes into play again doesn't it helen's law yeah helen's law yeah Helen, Mary, who's to say? Who's Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Helen, but she had no remorse because she didn't let us know where Keith was. Yeah, exactly. So Mm. if she had, no, Mm. if she had, maybe you could think, you know what, she's done that.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, bullshit.
1: It did look like in the end, though, that they'd forgotten where they buried him.
2: Yeah.
3: because again
1: during the 80s when we was growing up they'd, mm-hmm. they'd constantly in the papers they'd take him out to the moor and they'd dig here they'd dig here, he was constantly taking him to places where he thought the burial sites were but obviously the moors are huge vast, they just, yeah he just couldn't find the place, he couldn't Bastard. find the spot Bastard. plus like you say he also had he was clinically insane mm-hmm. yeah. and I don't know whether she was there when he buried them because oh. they never seemed to take her out on the moor it was always him oh. so I think maybe he was the one who buried disposed, them, yeah, yeah. But um, again, this is conjecture. I didn't do any research, but it's what I can remember. <laughs> it's guesswork, like your co host, Chris. You're,
2: you're great at um, remembering stuff, though, isn't you? Absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah. That mind, I look at it and I think, how the fuck do you remember this? And how do you know this? Because yeah. I'm baffled. I can't remember. It's not so a podcast, dinner.
3: it's not so good if Gare remembers something that I've done wrong right about 14 years ago. Ooh, oh, shit. Like <laughs> <got a plucked laughs> from <a> scu- <laughs> in, in the middle of an argument. <laughs> don't remember these good things. Girl.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, I'm thinking I might play a funny game. And just drop in a, a massive load of bollocks. And things, <laughs> <believe me. laughs> oh dog. And at the end we'll play like true for true oh, for yes. beautiful. <laughs> I like
3: it.
0: Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, go on, go on, Laurence.
2: I was just say, tell us the best crime that no one's heard of while it's a bit obscure.
3: Right, okay. <clears throat> so... One thing I have realised is like Epping Forest is a hotbed of crime. Is it? He oh my god. <laughs> the wow. There's people that have been found and buried in Epping Forest is unreal. Is that oh, all The gangsters.
2: I was gonna say, yeah. hang on, this is Sue's bag here. Yeah? yeah, let me tell you a funny story about Epping Forest. The teachers called me into school, my son's in nursery. She went, I've I've got to tell you about this incident. I'm thinking, Oh no, what's he done? She went, um, Tommy's come over and said, Miss, how do you spell effing? Oh my God. So I was like, What? And she went, Yeah, that's exactly what I said. What do you mean? Tell me, how would you say it? What are you using it in thinking he's going to say? Fucking. He went, Me and my mum and dad went to effing forest. <laughs> 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 Love
3: it. Yeah. Oh, that's Love so I cute. was like, Yeah,
1: effing forest. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute that your teacher, the teacher, pulled you aside to tell you that <laughs> yeah, cute little anecdote yeah. as well. Oh, I love that, <laughs> Stuart. Sorry, before we all melt, can you turn the fire off, please? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs>
3: <coughs> so this this is a crime that um I, I, I was I was looking up local crimes mm-hmm. uh, and I found one which I want to talk about later, but this one also popped out thought, Oh, I've never heard of this, and maybe you've but um. So this is, the victims were Terry Goodaham and Maxine Arnold, and they were shot in a Mercedes-Benz car in Epping Forest. Uh, it was thought that they'd been lured there and executed, but it was not known why. Their bodies were found on the 23rd of December 1989 in part of Epping Forest, which is known as a favourite haunt for courting couples. It was noted that the spot they were found in was known as Lovers Lane, and it was a <gasps> thickly wooded part of the wood.
1: This has got Zodiac vibes, in it? Oh, I wow. love it.
3: Uh, several hundred yards away from any houses, the police said that they were puzzled as to why they had gone there. Nothing, uh, nothing that they had a um, noting that they had a flat, and that it was uh, and it was not as though they had nowhere to go. The police later appealed for other courting couples that had been in the area that night to come forward.
2: Talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that.
3: They had both been shot in the head from behind and the police said that they thought they had both been shot from inside the car by oh. someone in the rear seats.
1: Fuck me. Oh, my God, that's terrifying.
3: The police said that they thought that Terry Gooderham had been shot first as Maxine Arnold had defensive injuries to <gasps> her hands as though she had tried to protect herself with them. God. Terry and Maxine had left Maxine's flat in Butterfields, Walthamstow in East London at about 6.50 and had travelled to Epping Forest in uh, Terry's Black Mercedes. Where they were later found dead at 3:50 a.m. by a routine police patrol car. When they were found, the engine was still running and the lights were on.
1: Oh what? my God!
3: It was thought that Terry and Maxine had been at home at their flat, uh, eating a dinner of sausages and mashed potatoes mm. at the time they went out. Standard
1: dinner, sausage and yeah. mashed. Old school in the eighties, yeah. Is there, yeah, it is, was yeah. Beans or gravy?
3: Beans, uh, let it, me just It'll be, be beans. Yeah. yeah. All right, I've just pulled up the coroner's report. <laughs> <laughs> Onion gravy.
1: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I plan on having a night out with certain friends, but they had suddenly rushed out and then ended up in Epping Forest. A woman who worked with Maxine said that she had called her at 6.45 uh, that Ar- and, and that Arnold had sounded rushed and that she had told her she had to take Terry somewhere. It was said that... um that uh, Maxine Arnold's mother went to the flat and she found the meal of sausages and mashed potatoes still in the lounge and the gas fire and the Christmas fairy lights still on.
1: Oh, so they didn't eat their sausage and mash? No, oh. that's the criminal. That's her. really criminal. They cooked it and then just left it on the table.
3: They must have been very feeling very sexy.
1: Yeah, I would never. Nothing on earth would stop me eating sausage and mash. I've just got like.
2: <laughs> no, I'm saying they've had a phone call indoors. Mm. That's what I'm guessing, and they've had to go and meet someone at this place in a
1: massive rush. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: It was also said that Maxine's black handbag was also still back at the flat, as well as Terry's wallet and watch.
1: Bloody hell, that's weird, isn't
3: it? It was thought on route that they had taken from sorry. It was thought that the route they had taken from Walthamstow had been along Epping New Road, which witnesses reported seeing a Mercedes car swerving and flashing its lights as though to attract attention. The witnesses also reported having seen a man in the back at the <gasps> time. It was noted oh that a witness had said that they'd seen the Mercedes car being driven strangely and erratically between two uh, points on, on route. Terry was described as a wealthy accountant and a pub stock taker. And Maxine had also worked for an insurance company. Oh my god! The police said that they had thought that they had gone to meet someone en route or at the spot where they were found. Um, the police later noted that Terry uh, had been seen another woman that Maxine had known nothing about. Although police noted that she was not a suspect. And Terry and Maxine had been together for seven years. There was no evidence whatsoever that either of them had been involved in drug dealing and denied newspaper suggestions that they were killed in an argument over a drugs deal. Yeah, both That's shot with a fucking the
1: Fantastic. One. Bravo, Sean. Yeah.
3: And no one was ever Ever fan. That's
1: what I was going to say. Is it unsolved? <gasps> yeah. Right. right we're we on solve it. it. We're on it. I've already decided. I think I know what's happened. There's nice. more.
3: There's more. So you can have a look later. Oh, oh
2: that's, that's brilliant. brilliant. It's
1: really what you saying? Isn't it? Mm. Well, it don't sound to me like they were meeting anyone nah. in the forest. They were driven there to be killed. Yeah. Because. The witnesses said there was someone in the back seat while they were driving. And now they
2: were driving. They want the they police's would, attention. Yeah. Look at us. Please stop, stop us. Stop us. Help us. Now. Yeah. yeah, they're
1: trying to get, attract attention yeah. and get help while they're en route. Fuck and they've been forced at gunpoint to drive into Epping Forest where they've been executed. Now, Oh, that why? was beauty. I, mean, if they, I if can that give was,
3: you a little more.
1: Well, if it, I was going to say, if that was a car hijack, which is what I thought at first, why on earth did they not take the car? Yeah. Because I'm thinking they've got in the car and someone's <laughs> jumped in and gone, oh, yeah. I'm going to take your car, but... The car was there with the keys in it, engine running. Yeah. they left a brand new Mercedes.
2: Oh, I've got in that, I'm being a child again. Wallet and watch. What's the thing? Spectacles, testicles. testicles wallet, wallet and watch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've got. <laughs> Later, it was reported that Terry was a pub trade stock taker and that he had known too much about a scam in which gangsters used menaces to take control of London pubs. Yeah. It was said that Terry had been nervous about his role in the scam and had been on the verge of going to the police. Oh, and that could have been why yeah. he was murdered. Oh, that's it,
1: definitely. Yeah. Like you say, if, if Epping is well, the criminals try Oh, of
2: 100%. Go. Have you not seen Naya Cake? And what's the other one?
1: Yeah, I've seen Layer Cake, oh, but I don't really remember Tom it. Tom
2: watches it all the time, and he's got about 5,000 of them.
3: Oh, all the foot soldier films. Foot soldier, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah,
3: isn't
2: it?
1: But I remember when I used to watch EastEnders in the 80s, and they had protection racket storyline then, mm. and it was to do with the pubs. And I think it was to do with like swapping out the proper alcohol for the knockoff alcohol, mm. and uh, like skimming the money off the top and giving it to the firm. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. That's, oh, that's amazing. That's
3: well done, Stu. No, I, just, I was reading it. I was thinking, God, have I not heard of this? We've have got I, a
2: crime team here. Listen, you yeah. find you find a <laughs> crime, Stu. We solve them.
1: I feel bad for Maxine. She didn't
3: I even fucking no, do no, anything. Fuck it, her. That's what the police said. She had no part of it. Collateral damage. Was, was exactly that.
2: I reckon they're just about to sit down to eat, and someone's just rushed through the door. Not get yeah, in the car. Get in the
1: car. you got to go now.
2: Yeah, you got to go now. Mm. Gun's but, pointing at you. Go.
3: Yeah, you'd
1: be like,
3: "This is still what? Give yeah, a couple yeah, of hold minutes, on. Me.
1: Yeah, at least let me eat my last meal yeah. before you blow my brains out. I right. Yes, yeah.
3: or Hell. even stick a sausage in a bit of bread and take it <laughs> in the car. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's brilliant. Well done, Joe. That's fantastic. Genius to find that one. Love it.
1: Wow, way. Do you want to
2: be our researcher? You can find <laughs> us the crimes. That's a
1: really good one. Very really?
2: brilliant. Mm.
1: Brilliant. Really good. At first, like you said, it seemed like it was just. They'd gone dogging, yeah. went wrong. But there was so, so much more to it than that.
2: Oh, I do love ones when they've got the background. <gasps> you
3: you want to get stuck into Casey's, like Just Google bodies Epping Forest and there's so many people that have just disappeared and been found at Epping Forest. Oh, it's crazy.
2: Growing up, I grew up in East London, right by the A13. Mm. I was in Becton and everyone used to say... Do you know how many bodies are on that Beckton in that Beckton flyover? Oh, I yeah, everyone says yeah. that. Doesn't they? Oh look, like, honestly, yeah. that's the story everyone used to say.
1: Do yeah. you know how many bodies are in that flyover? Like, about <laughs> <laughs> <Asians. laughs> yeah. They used to say it was the Canning Town flyover hmm. as well. Yeah. Because I think that was quite a new yeah. one as well. I think that went up in the eighties yeah. and that's yeah. that's held up by a few gangsters. Yeah. It's just chilling, isn't it? Nowadays yeah. people wouldn't dream about behaving like that. But back then no. it was it just happened. So often that you didn't bat an eyelid. Ah. Mm. Well, weird, I'm thinking it? about mm. it, that doesn't give me that fear that Myra Henley does.
2: <laughs> so I couldn't have been that traumatised by it. I'm no. like, oh, yeah, enough story.
1: Yeah, exactly. And
2: the ski slope, yeah. Like... It's
3: effort, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like burying someone in the foundations of a bridge, it's a bit of effort, isn't it? It is. You'd have to project manage that.
2: Yeah. All
3: and right. Becton
2: was full of marshes as well, wasn't it? So I'm thinking, yeah. I wonder how many's mm. over there.
3: That's not a panicked disposal, is it? No. Didn't they oh, call that's... it
1: a concrete overcoat?
3: That was it. Mm. Yeah.
2: Oh, see that
1: brain. Mm. Yeah, I remember from the eighties. I, 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 I grew up in Dagenham. It wasn't <laughs> <laughs> too, too <laughs> different to Becton.
3: Oh, you have concrete <laughs> boots as well, wouldn't you? Where they're yes. concrete boots when you chucked in the Thames. In the wall,
1: yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> So you
3: sink.
1: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> they got all it's the good, all the
2: lingo.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd rather be in a bridge than at the bottom of yeah the a big old like, pair of concrete wellies. That'd be sod yeah. that,
2: didn't you? Yeah. At least or, in the bridge, you're dead already. Yeah, yeah. they've
1: already like shot you and then yeah. they're just disposing of you in the bridge. Yeah. That is true. I feel
2: well. like we're in casino. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, right, so thanks for that. That was really, really interesting. Uh, next question. What is your best true crime TV recommendation?
3: So, I had a Google of this because I was thinking about it and... And talking about the the Hindley one, I I, I only saw it when it came out, and I really enjoyed that, Um, the dramatisation that was made about that maybe six or seven years ago.
1: The Maxine Peake one, because you mentioned that, didn't Mm -hmm. you?
3: Yeah, and Mm -hmm. I can't remember the guy's name who played Ian, uh, not Ian Huntley, uh, Ian Brady, because he's a fantastic actor as well. Yeah, um, isn't
1: he the one who, who plays, um? what's his name, in control?
3: Ian Curtis. No, not in control, in 24-Hour Party People. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was the... He's a good character actor. He always plays yeah. actual
1: people, did not he? Yeah, I'm going to look him up.
3: Go yeah, on. he's a fantastic actor. He's got quite a pointy face. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and he really looked like um, Ian Brady in that. But I'm not going to go with that, because I couldn't remember enough about it. So yeah. I went with something I've watched more recently, which is the Dennis Nielsen uh, oh, drama desk. brilliant. Um, uh, and I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Um, did that come out during lockdown? I think maybe it did, not it? I think
1: it? it was out last year, wasn't it? 2021. Yeah. So probably the second or third lockdown that we had. Yeah. So, and, so good.
3: And I've kind of always had mixed um, opinions on. Um, Tennant. On, on David Tennant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I thought he was so good in that. And, really fucking brilliant. And I knew so little about Dennis Nielsen. Um, and, <laughs> and then to just. Them interviews, like in the uh, in custody, Mm -hmm. where he was just so composed, so flippant with what he was. Oh no, no, there was another one. Yeah, and that you know, he's talking about people's lives, and he was so just, yeah, blase, blase, yeah. Uh, And I I thought it was just, I thought Tennant was fantastic in it. The
2: bit when the constable goes to him, can you tell us why you committed these murders? And he looks at him and he goes. I was hoping you could tell me.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> like, And I'm thinking, for fuck's sake, like yeah. he knows he ain't right well because yeah. he don't know. He don't know why he's done it.
3: And I'll tell you what, I, I really struggle with that actor, Daniel Mays.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And even he was good in that. Yeah, he was. And, like, and I remember just thinking, this is really, it was only three-parter. Mm-hmm. And it was absolutely fantastic. And yeah, I, I knew, I knew obviously the name Nielsen and mm-hmm. I knew that he was a serial killer but I didn't really know just how gross what what he done and, yeah. and how he done it and and the remorse was just not there no, was it it not was at just all, a, was clearly a, 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 another psychopath so he murdered six two counts of attempted yeah uh, necrophiliac liar. Uh, yeah. you know sometimes you can be you know a little know bit too sexy. this dude
2: well this dude was so obsessed by himself he used to like to masturbate in front of a mirror but pretend he was dead, (laughs) so he would draw, like, eye shadow to make himself look dead under the eyes, like, really dark eye shadow, make himself look like a corpse. Yeah, and he really liked himself. And he sometimes he couldn't enjoy sex with other men because he was jealous of them penetrating him.
1: (laughs) Fucking (laughs) hell. Yeah.
3: That's fucking mental, isn't it? Yeah. It's
1: quite paradoxical. Yep. Yeah, it's confusing my brain this late in the evening. Yeah, he he just was a bit. I don't know.
2: I don't want to say obsessed with you. I don't know, but it was about him, and he really enjoyed himself.
3: That's quite narcissistic. (laughs) Yeah,
2: he really enjoyed himself. Yeah.
3: Wow, having the hump that someone is banging you because you think you're better than
2: yeah. That's (laughs)
3: quite. You would rather pretend to be dead in front of a mirror on your own. Yeah. That's quite mad. It is, isn't it? But yeah, it? I guess no one's really got a question just how
2: mad he was.
3: Mad the, uh, the Muswell Hill murderer was. No,
2: I know.
1: But he worked in a job centre. Uh, you can't get a more boring job, can you?
2: No. Like, wasn't he a he chef was... in a, uh, the army, was it? Yeah, he? yeah. And then he was a job centre. Um, yeah, so it just a yeah.
1: normal civil servant? But
2: he was in the job centre. That's where he started getting these vulnerable guys. Mm hmm. That he knew didn't have anyone, yeah, to like help him out, and that—that's how he started finding these men.
1: Well, we went, um, we went out in London, didn't we, earlier in the year, Lauren? And mm-hmm. we went to the Admiral Duncan pub, mm-hmm. which was where he picked up a lot yep. of his victims. Yeah, and we were like, "Oh, come on, while we're in Soho, I think we should go," because we watched, we'd seen it. I think Des must have come out probably earlier this year, yeah. actually, because it was all fresh in our minds. And, um, I think. I think we watched. Oh, we watched Des, and we watched like they made a documentary. There and was a filmmaker who made a documentary mm. just about it, and um, yeah, it was it was great to go there, wasn't it? it just was. to actually go and go to the actual pub.
2: And I watched something else about the bomb bombings there as well, because that was quite it fresh in my mind. Yeah, there, that was fresh in my mind, mm. so I knew there was two reasons I wanted to go in there. Mm. Yeah, and they were the two reasons. And yeah. fucking fabulous pub, must yeah. I say?
1: It's brilliant that it's still oh, standing after those yeah. two massive. Yeah. Like, and full of in joy. things, yeah. Full
2: of joy now. And mm. that's what I like to see. Yeah, right, it's right. really friendly, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah.
1: Sean Harris is the name of that that's actor. It's taken him. me so long to find him. Can I it. see a picture, please? Yeah, that's him there. The, the third one in.
3: You've seen Harry Brown, haven't you? The Michael Caine film. He plays the drug dealer that... I most probably have. He always but.
1: plays a nasty bastard, doesn't he? Mm. He doesn't. Oh,
2: I'm shit with faces and I'm shit with beards. Yeah, I've he's
1: got, got a beard in that picture. He yeah? like
2: ain't usually got a beard. Oh, got... yeah, he has got a very pointy face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've got this beard to small for you. So if you shaved your beard off tomorrow, I wouldn't know who you was.
3: <laughs>
2: Honestly, it's really bad. I've had people come up and say, oh, hello. And I'm looking at them like, not a clue. And Tom goes, he worked in our house for seven months doing like the shed down the bottom. And i blow. like, Nah, I don't love him, because he had a beard.
3: <laughs> beard dysmorphia? Really beards, bad. Beards do really make bad. People look
1: different, though.
2: Just you, I swear, if you shaved that off tomorrow, I wouldn't know who you was.
3: God, don't ever become a policeman. Nah, I'm shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: can't do names, can't do
3: faces. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's bad. How good are you at guess who? <laughs> Not good. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a beard on the
2: face or on the head? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: done.
1: Oh, brilliant! Yeah. So that that is good. That one, that days was really good. Yeah, well and then done. like yeah, the follow up one that we watched, mm. documentary that they made about the people and that because because it, it happened in the eighties, I think, yeah. didn't it? So there's mm. still people. There was a girl on there, and well, she's a lady now. Like she's a woman, probably in her late six, like fifties, early sixties, and she worked as a volunteer at a, a centre point, I think, in. Um, Soho mm-hmm. During this period And she knew some of the men That he uh, killed
2: Oh I see Yes you're right Yeah yes. do you remember it now Yeah yes.
1: And she was really good She she remembered it all As clear as day She said she was friends She was actually friends With one or two of the blokes As well Was supporting them In their um, You know Looking for mm-hmm. work And heart, somewhere to live And things like that And um, They they saw some amazing, like first-hand accounts of people.
2: Didn't she first ring the alarm bells? Because one of the guys, she was think she was like, "This is so out of character," and she was the first one, wasn't she, to ring the alarm bells? All
1: the families did as well. Mm -hmm. Because although, like some of them were homeless, they weren't like um, you know separated from their families and stuff. They were still phoning them and writing to them all the time. One guy
2: was married, but he was a heroin addict. And the wife, the day he left, she had a row with him because he was like, no, I need to go and get some because he was saying he was clean. Oh. And the day he went, she went, if you go, you won't be coming back. And he never did. And she said, "From like, she, oh you God. could imagine. Yeah, she blames herself. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you could imagine.
1: Yeah, yeah, you don't want that to be your last words, do no. you? No, no, you should never do that because you never know
3: what's around the corner. No. You? One of the things that I did think about, it, like, obviously, like, most people watched recently watched the Dharma. Mm-hmm. Just the parallels be t- between just oh. kind of like bringing people back and then killing them and having sex with them once they were dead in whatever way.
1: Boiling their head in a pan.
3: But Bo- yeah, exactly. <laughs> just putting the bodies yeah. in the wardrobe. Just down yeah. the toilet.
1: Well, Nelson had a wardrobe and Dharma had a barrel. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but they both lived in flats, yeah. yeah, and that was their undoing. And they both their had the mo, claim. didn't
2: they, that they didn't want people to leave them
1: to leave them, yeah, exactly. Mm, they wanted to keep
3: them both had them classic Nancy glasses as well, didn't they? Yeah, them, thanks, Joe. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's fine, I love them. I call them my 70 serial killer glasses,
3: <laughs> 70 spectacles, testicles, yeah. wallet, the wallet, yeah, <laughs> that's, the ones,
2: Joe. that's the one, Stu, that's the one.
1: So we've got one more question, haven't we? Um, mm-hmm. Did you want to ask it, bud? Should I should ask it. It was a. Uh, did you find any local murders or crimes?
3: Yeah. So I, I found my mum because um, I recall there being a, a body found uh, literally at the the end of the road, um, a place called what's called Pigs Corner, and I couldn't find anything on it uh
1: just for in case we have got anyone who's listening (laughs) that's not our friends or family it's in gray's in essex yes
3: yes sorry yeah pig's corner Uh,
1: specifically which is in england which is in the uk (laughs) which is in the world (laughs) it's in europe (laughs) near the the river thames (laughs) a little
3: bit flaky there but i couldn't find that so i did find one that um W- w- was literally in in Grey's and and it was literally actually pretty much in between my house uh, and and your house, Lauren. Um, what, so it, you
1: remember this happening, but you couldn't find anything about it.
3: No, I remember this one happening. I yeah. couldn't find anything on the body in the bag, and I literally was crawling through. You that sounds it? familiar. How long ago was it? No, oh god, like oh. when I was little. Oh, then no. Um, so I am going to talk about the murder of Ronald Fuller, uh, the the shooting, uh, yes, on the doorstep <gasps> shooting, yes.
2: We moved in a year after that, Ah. or the year before. Well, one of the years. Yeah. And I remember.
3: (laughs) And I remember thinking, "You'll be great in court. (laughs) (laughs) She's
1: she's fantastic (laughs) on a trip on podcast. To be (laughs)
3: honest. That year, it might have been another year. Yeah. It was a year. It was
1: some (laughs)
2: time. One
1: of the years.
2: Once upon a time, in my life. Yeah, in my life. Or
1: Maybe before. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I just remember me and Tom thinking, like, we can't sleep, we can't hear police sirens and all that. And when that happened, we was like, oh, not too far away
3: from home. We feel yeah. a bit
1: more at home now, yeah.
3: I remember it being really shocking. Do you remember this happening?
1: Was it the hit? Yeah. Yeah, vaguely. No
3: one's ever been fanned for that. Oh, really? No one's been fan. Like, Maybe
1: it's the one who done Jill Dando. That was a hit.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, he was shot twice in the head. Uh, by a hitman that was on a scooter. Uh, a a motorised one, yeah. not, not one of the little ones. Uh, uh.
2: That's what I, did I had in my head, a little micro-scooter. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, since then, there's been serious, serious questions raised over the lack of action taken by the oh, police. Oh, really? So it does get a little more kind of grotty insofar as Ronald Fuller was out on bow. Mm-hmm. He was a doorman at Epping Forest Country Club. I used to fight, uh, yeah,
2: Nappy nights. <laughs> and
3: uh and he'd been arrested um for uh, a, a an incident that happened there and and uh, a, a, a fella called Darren Peerman was stabbed to death. Oh. And uh and yeah, and he'd Ronald Fuller got arrested for that and was out on bail. Uh and then whilst he'd been out on bail for 2 months when wow. like I think it was like off seven in the morning, just opened his front door, and I believe his little one was standing name. there as well. Oh no! And yeah, and uh, shot twice in the Jesus in the head. And, Bloody hell! Yeah, and quite literally. And yeah, and to this day, no one's ever been. They reckon there's there's all sorts of rumours that it's this certain guy's a villain and revenge. Things yeah. Like this, and and there's been pressure on the police to take action on it, but. They reckon that there could have been some police corruption involved in it, and uh, I don't want to say too much and 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 you know that, that that might not be true um but there was most of the kind of stories that I read about this was really focusing on the lack of action taken by the police, police. so whether it was just I don't know if they look at it like well
1: say so my job.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, someone someone has been killed by someone naughty, you live by the sword, you die by the sword yeah. type thing, mm. like let, let's go and catch someone else. I don't know. That's a bit of guesswork there. Yeah. But yeah, that that's been the thing. No one's ever been caught for it. Wow. And uh and no one's ever been arrested for it. And you think where where we live, as much as there's a lot of petty crime and other bits and pieces, a shooting on a doorstep's yeah. quite rare, mm. you know, in the area that we yeah. live in, and the fact that no one's ever been arrested for it. He's, he's he's quite weird.
2: Did Epping Country Club close its doors after that stabbing? Because it wasn't long after, was it?
3: I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Nah, But, uh, yeah. Jeez. I don't want to go to Epping.
2: Nah.
1: Yeah, sort of that. It's sort full of gangsters. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? We covered the case of Jill Dando quite recently, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Which I mentioned a minute ago. And they threw every resource going at that and still came up with sod all. If, if it's a hit if it's a professional hit yeah there's which... not going to be any evidence to act upon there's not going to be our witnesses and the only I think the only way that they could possibly get some information would be like well, they call it a grass, don't mm-hmm. they if there's somebody who, mm-hmm. who maybe might want to get some years knocked off of their prison sentence for instance and make a deal and say right well, I heard through grapevine, would put the grapevine that so-and-so put a hit out on him if no I was talking, they ain't going to find evidence no. yeah. because it's a professional, mm-hmm. which is exactly like Jill Dando.
3: Yeah, And there's obviously a, a code of conduct within that, isn't there? Oh that yeah, yeah. And all of that. yeah. There yeah. is.
1: Jill Dando's case had the most resources thrown at it since the Yorkshire Ripper, and they still fucking ain't found the person who done it.
3: What, why would? Was there any kind of thoughts as to why someone would take a hit? And I know I'm not suggesting people don't go back and listen to that episode, but mm. what was there any kind of Ideas to why someone would carry out a hit on Jill Dando over
2: mm. on Patreon if you do want to listen.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, there's many a theory, yeah. wasn't there? But there's nothing that Concrete, jumps out like no. she
1: wasn't, she hadn't accidentally like killed somebody like he yeah. had, and someone was yeah. out for revenge. She had a clean record, nothing, nothing jumped no, out. There was yeah. people are clutching at straws, yeah, for years, really, weren't
2: they, so. yeah. It was someone, wasn't it? Where's what country, Kaz?
1: Oh, I'm not sure. One of the countries. Yeah,
2: one of the countries. So, so In the world. Yeah. The, what the, year was that? One of the years. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the guys <laughs> got shot the same yeah, way as Jill you know at some point.
1: <laughs>
3: Your honour. <laughs> yeah. I'll rest my case.
1: <laughs> but no. I know what you mean. I mean, like, I suppose, he, like you say, if he had a kiddie there and he was shot right in front of that kiddie, that... and you got imagine he had like a wife. They're going to want to see justice done, but it does sound like it was retribution.
3: It sounds very professional, doesn't it?
2: Mm. Like, oh, big time, big that's time. That's
3: not a disgruntled neighbour, no. unless
2: no. he's on a micro scooter.
3: Possibly, yeah. <laughs> and then it
2: ain't a so professional, yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> but oh, yeah, that was brilliant. That,
3: that was the only one I could find that that was quite big. Yeah, right yeah. on our doorstep. No pun intended there. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I got a bit of the giggles, and then Kes brought up a very sad bit of the story, and I've laughed, oh. I feel so bad. No, I
1: can't talk, because I've had my face done, and if I move it she too much, beautiful. it's all going to pop. It
2: looks beautiful.
1: Um, right, who have you covered today, then? You've covered Dennis Nelson.
2: Myra Henley. Dennis, right,
1: I'm just making a list, because we're going to play a game. Myra Hindley. Right, so we've got Dennis, Myra, and who was the other one?
3: Uh, Ronald Fuller, who got... Um you got shot oh. oh, no, how about Maxine from know, Maxine the car? Maxine and... Um, <laughs> let me just pull their names
1: up. Yeah, we don't know uh, the others. Cause Maxine and Terry. Maxine and Terry. Yeah. All right, okay, Maxine and Terry. We only need three <sighs> names. All right. So let's go... We'll pick... Um, we'll pick... <laughs> Alright, we'll, we'll do all four, let's, why not? It's our game, we can make up our we own rules. We can
2: roles. make up our own rules. So,
1: Lauren and I come up with a quiz called <laughs> Meet, Marry or Murder. Yep. Lauren come up with it, actually.
2: Mm.
1: I think I was a bit like, oh, I don't know, I don't understand. But <laughs> let's play it anyway. Mm. So, you're our guinea pigs, first, go- first mm. time we played this game.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. I think uh, when we snog talked back. to Gal yeah. Porter, she mentioned something about yeah. snog, marry a boy, didn't she? yeah. So we could always change it to Snog Mary."
2: No, this is where I got it from. <laughs> Gal, it was "Meet Mary Murder." Oh. Meet Mary Murder.
3: Yeah, cool. it was Gal. M and M and M. Yeah, apparently Eminem
1: there, Eminem. there is a TV program ba-do, called that. I've seen it. So out of your out of Dennis Nielsen, right? So let's look at Dennis Nielsen first. Would you like to meet him, marry him, or murder him?
2: No, out of the three, what one would you meet? What one would you marry? What one would you murder?
1: Yeah,
3: I'd. Meet Dennis Nielsen. Yeah,
1: that's a good. Yeah, shout. explain, I, pick his brain a bit.
3: Oh, Mary Maxine, God, she's had a real rough life. She's a good cook like, as well. She's. Got, I love sausage and mash. Yeah, <laughs> if you're on, laughing. If it's on the, if it's on the I mean, it's I'm always she's getting She's flossing
2: as well because she's an insurance broker, isn't she?
3: Yep, yeah, she's got red on her shoulders. Yeah, good girl. My, um, frequent dogging hot spots could be a little bit of fun. <laughs> yeah, <myself>. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, I'm going to go Maxine. She, she had a rough ride. She. Uh, yeah I like, like it quite yeah. literally was yeah so uh, yeah I'll, um, I'll marry Maxine take her away from all of this offer yes. her a better life <laughs> uh, and I've murder Ian Brady very slowly yeah, yeah and I've recalled it
2: what we talking Willie in a grotty old vice with a rusty saw
3: fucking hell Lauren yeah take it too <laughs> far
2: <laughs> 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 sure, do you know what's happening to now <laughs>
3: No, i would definitely, I'll definitely like bury him alive. Yeah, like, and slow and
1: painful, and then dig him up again and do it yeah.
3: again. Yeah, Not yeah. Keep doing J- just let it him yeah. experience a lot of horror. Nice. Um. Yeah. I yeah. like it. Well done. I'd, I'd like to see him get his, get a slow oh, slow punishing death. But yeah,
2: that's what we always said, didn't we? We wouldn't go near the kid cases. To be fair, we have seemed to we've done sail a- quite close to the wind a few times, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. And that that. It, it, yeah, it's just. Oh. I'm not oh. in
1: any rush to cover that case. No, to be honest, the Moors murders. Everyone's done it.
2: It makes me feel still physically sick. Harrowing, yeah.
3: absolutely harrowing. It's only the fact that it was just how iconic them photos yeah. are. Yeah, I don't mean that yeah. in a good way. They are like, are iconic. Like, though. but they're so striking. Yeah, like, like even not, you know when you put the artwork out with, with, with Fred and Rose just like even their like family shots of him standing next to her and that like they're so iconic and like the mugshot of Rose in her big old Diddy Barlow glasses <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's, they're just so because you've seen them on the front pages of the newspapers they're like they're just entrenched in your brain now I
2: walked into my mum's flat she shares with her partner. And I hadn't met him long, about six months, and he don't get my sense of humour, not many people go I walked in and went, oh, Jesus, what's the Western on the wall? And he looked at me and went, that's my mum. <laughs> <laughs> she had the same glasses
1: on and the same pub. Per- I was like, oh, no. <laughs> God. Yeah. Well, on, on that note,
3: everybody, I think we will say...
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening. <gasps> thank you. And let's like say a big thank you to Stuart for being our guinea pig for our Thanks new format. you. Oh, I've
3: loved it. Thank you very much, ladies.
1: Thank and you. Of course, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.